Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dick Warren. And thank you, dear listener, for being with us for another exciting edition of The Coaching Show. My name is Christopher McCollum, Master Certified Coach, as you've heard uh, with me today as ever. Would you say that you were a partner, a sidekick, a, a support a professional? Ball and chain. Definitely ball and chain. <laughs> is that not enough was that not one a b c or d was that a right in your own <laughs> it's sort of been all of the above uh the uh that would be the dulcet tones of alex terranova he's a professional certified coach and alex you are fresh back from your walk on the beach your daily is this daily morning every two twice a day what do you do? it's not daily but it's uh probably five days a week it's my i got a really intuitive hit uh about a month uh, right at the beginning of January, actually, so a little over a month ago, that I needed to be in nature more. Like I had to get my body and my feet in soil or ground. And I live two blocks from the beach. So uh, that was a, um, it actually was deeper. It was actually that I, that I need to move, that I yeah. need to move out of like the concrete jungle of, San, of like the city and get more into either like a sleepy beach town or a forest, but somewhere that is like quieter, calmer, slower. And, um, my initial thing, which I think coaches will appreciate was like, as a, as a client in that session was like, I gotta go, I gotta do it right now. I gotta find a place. I gotta move. And, uh, the person who was coaching me said, Hey, and he can remind you that you don't have to do it this second. You can like plan for it and you can start creating it now, which was such a great tip. So I started walking on the beach like five days a week to get my feet in the sand. And, uh, it's, it's probably been the best practice that I've ever created. I uh, applaud you, and I love that. You know, I uh, a couple of times a week I try and get to to a long walk on the beach, but you know, I'm I'm predominantly lazy, so I don't always make it. But when I do, there's it's a beautiful place to get reminded of the vastness of everything, and that there are many things larger than us in the world. Um, what's the week been for you? Anything you want to share with the class? I actually haven't felt great this week. Just been like laid up a little bit being responsible got a covid test finding out today hopefully but i mean otherwise it's weird you know it's a weird world that we live in right if i had felt bad the, on sunday and monday pre 2020 mm -hmm. it would have just been like oh he's got like a little bug or something and nobody no difference and now i'm like wait i actually have to go get a test because i could even though I'm fine, right? My symptoms were like, so whatever I was dealing with was super mild. Um, and like a day later I was fine, but I could give it to somebody, right? And if you think about like that consequence, like what if I gave it to a friend and then they gave it to their parent and someone passed, like how kind of crappy would that be? Um, it's a weird, I don't know if you've had, I, I rarely get sick. I don't know if you've been sick at all in the year the, since COVID has been around, but it has you relate to being like it has you take a lot more responsibility for your, for who you are and the impact you could have. What'd you see? Uh, like I had to be very responsible. Like there's a, I mean, just, just that, that like we have an imp, like our subtle, a subtle thing, like saying hi to someone or giving someone a hug could result in something really serious. If you're actually not aware of, let's just say you're not aware of your energy. So we could take that to a whole nother level and be like, hey, your energy, COVID or no COVID, actually is impacting people all the time. It's a really good point. And, and for many of us, we struggle with seeing the impact. That's where I thought you were going, is that we, you know, one person can make a difference, certainly in the COVID or, you know, any pandemic, but also in the world, right? That we often, you've, you coined a phrase this week, I was hoping you'd share it with us, uh, where the inside conversation doesn't match the outside results. Do you want to share that? Oh, you're, uh, what did I call it? Um, uh, mind dysmorphia. Was that, was that what we were talking about? Was that the life, life dysmorphia was life how I dysmorphia. heard it. Yeah. And I thought that was brilliant because we all suffer from it. Right. Or we know, or we want, we sit with our clients, right. Cause they'll, we'll see their magnificent results and know that they've taken ground. And for the client, it will be, it will seem like it's not enough. They were not enough. It didn't do enough. 
I've, I've also had the opposite. Have you, where as a coach, I thought I was making no difference with a client. Did this ever happen to you? <laughs> At a client, and it seemed to me like we were moving at a snail's pace. Nothing was working, and then I I went and said, you know, I I would understand if if you wanted this to be our last session. And she said, What are you talking about? This is the most valuable thing I've ever done. And I was like, Oh, my bad. <laughs> I did a um. That's so funny. Last week, I did a uh, a coaching session with a client and his partner, who's his romantic partner and his business partner. Oh, don't do that. Sorry, and my, my bad. I've, that was I've done it a few times at the like in uh, just to like get some clarity and conversation around a certain topic. It's not like to to open everything up. It's like there's something that isn't. They're not playing good battleship, right? <laughs> Something's not landing. And, um, and it's a great thing. We prep for it. We like, look at what we want it to do. He brings a conversation to her in advance. So she knows what's going on. It's like, we've kind of been created it together. And <laughs> I thought it was going horrible. I was sitting in my seat going, Oh my God, they're going to leave each other. They're going to blow up the company. This is all my fault. And I'm trying to hold it together and they're fighting. There's like some name calling. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And at the end of the session, I acknowledge them both. And the the woman who is not my normal client says, can I acknowledge you? And she acknowledges me for the impact of the session and how much ground they took. And I almost like, while I was kind of couldn't believe it, I almost wanted to laugh because it was like, so the opposite. And I think we forget that, right? Like, it's that same, right? I was having life dysmorphia. I couldn't clearly see what was actually going on that maybe for them, conversations like this are actually a hundred times worse than they were. And it was like a big improvement. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I, and I want to be clear that we're certainly not making fun of or poking fun at anyone who acts actual dysmorphia. We're just uh, bringing it into a new context or, or to name something where that we've seen before, right? Yeah, and we have to come up, we do have to come up with a better phrase because dysmorphia in itself, when you go through the Latin and the Greek actually relates to your body. So okay. we need some, so we need something that actually is like, it's like, a, it's essentially like an illusion, like your life or your, your is a mirage is a better way to say it. It's like a life mirage. Um, well, our guest, our guest today might be able to help us work this through. Does she uh, know Latin? Extra, well, <laughs> in a lot of different ways. The, um, just an extraordinary powerhouse of a business person as well as an executive leadership coach um, has experience in everything from marketing to executive coaching and leadership, proven track records in organizational development, talent management, capability building, and change leadership. She's a master certified coach uh, as well as a mentor and supervisor coach, does coaching supervision, an official credentialing assessor, a job I do not want by the ICF, as well as a professor of coaching. Deeply passionate and with a lot of experience in the corporate world, founder of her own company and focused on everything from leadership development to um, sort of a balance between people's personal and professional lives. She's worked with some of the greats over at Procter & Gamble, Chanel, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, a few names we might have heard of. An extraordinary powerhouse in the world of coaching. We're delighted to welcome direct from her one of her homes in Madrid, Monica Albuja. Welcome. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Christopher. It's a pleasure to be here with you, uh, Alex and Christopher, and uh, I, I think it's going to be a great time together. So I um, can't wait to, to start. See, there it is. There's that dysmorphia we were talking about. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You've got, um, you've got a lot of experience in organizations and a lot of experience in global organizations, right? And here you're speaking with us beautifully and, and culturally with, with cultural awareness from your home, which has a very different culture around it. What, um, as, you, as you work with your clients these days, what are some of the big questions that are coming up as we navigate our way through hopefully the middle to the end of the pandemic? What are organizations looking for or asking about? Um, and there may, my experience in, in with, uh, and you know, dealing with this uh, uncertainty in times, uh, people is asking about future. Um, they, are, they are talking about how it will be the next reality 
uh, how we can um, assure uh, ourselves to manage a new reality that we don't even know how, how it's going to be. So everyone is focused on, on build a new abilities, capabilities, and a new state of mind, a new state of mindset to create uh, this new environment that we really don't know uh, how it's going to be. So um, yeah, the, the, the most uh, advanced ones are, are very curious about uh, how it's going to be, how it's going to be this future. So uh, they, were, um, they were working on this area. There is a new area. Uh, we are not talking about innovation. Uh, we, are, we are not talking about accelerating the future because we don't, we don't know. We don't even know how it's going to be. So um, they are focusing on create uh, the environment, create um, something different, something new, something that uh, will uh, work, uh, something um, that is listening the trends. I mean, sustainability, uh, diversity, I mean, new spaces, uh, new ways of working, and new ways of coordinating uh, workers with purpose and with also um, mission and with also the remote uh, mood as well. So, I mean, they're just planning a new future. That's where uh, the main uh, focus uh, is, is now. I'm curious, Monica, um... I hear this from, I've heard this from like clients that own businesses. I've heard this from like entrepreneurial clients. And it, when they, when I ask them about the future they want to create, which is what you're talking about, they'll say to me something like, how can I create the future in like such the uncertainty that we're in? Like, and, and it's like very matter of fact. Um, I have an answer for that. I give them, but I'm, I'm curious, like, what do you tell some of these you know, do you hear that from big companies and small? And what do you, how do you, what do you say? Yeah, that's, that's a great uh, question, Alex, because um, it's, it's uh, well, this is my, my answer. Uh, this is how I reply to them. And this is how I work with them. It's like, okay, you know, what, it, what, what, what is going on? Um, I mean, this is the uncertainty and this is okay. So um, it's not about uh, working on going out your comfort zone. It's about expanding uh, your comfort zone. It's about amplify your comfort zone. It's about doing something from a different perspective. I mean, it's like um, uh, something very useful. Is uh, we have to understand uh, the movement to change our perspective. Um, we need to uh, start thinking about a different way, a different option, because we always go outside to make clarity, to make sense. Everything seems to be outside, but the reality is ev everything is in our side. So that's why we need to go into our inner self to expand and create what we want to create. because. First, we have to do this movement. We cannot uh, give um, like uh, understanding if we're doing things the same way we used to do before the pandemic, uh, before everything or all the rules more or less uh, were um, defined. Now we have to start doing things from a, another perspective. And um, this is uh, how I, I, I work. We have to look into my certainty. Um, the direction is to look into the certainty. What do I really know? What do I really want? What do I uh, really understand? Which are my values? Which is my purpose? Uh, and which is my mission? Um, and I have to be very clear uh, on these three points because this is uh, what certainty means and um, and now we have to move to that perspective we have to start thinking from other perspective to get a new reality to get new results because everything for me 
It's not uncertainty. It's new. And that's the key. Everything is new. I, Christopher, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow up here. So, um, But I love that you took certainty and you took it outside of results. Right. Certainty to most people means results. Like I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this thing. And you made certainty about mission and values, about what do I want? What do I understand? When you bring that to a big company, how does that land? When they're, you know, a company that's very like in their masculine and results and actions, how does that land or how do you present that so it's effective? Um, The thing is that, um, when someone makes a question, the answer comes. So um, normally uh, when people ask me to go and present different things, it's because they made them a previous question, a question that they don't know how to resolve. So that's why they are asking for help. And that's great because uh, they are not complaining. Um, They are acting but they need to understand how. And this is the, the real clue. We need to start doing things uh, from um, another how, and we need to find out which is that how. So how I do that, Alex? <laughs> it's um, the first thing is uh, I do is listening. I don't do anything at all, just listening. Um, what's going on? What's happened? Um, what would you like to get? And from that perspective, you have like a whole overview of what's what is uh, happening on that company, on that on that land where they are. They were focused uh, very precisely on results, maybe because their values were power or were based on results. And that's okay because that's part of the, of the company. But now um, it, it's, it's, it's not useless anymore. So maybe they have to understand they need to change their perspective from where they are getting their results. So it's not about changing the value, it's about getting a new perspective for the value now. This is a little bit tricky, uh, but um, but it's it's like okay, you don't have to change. You just you just have you just have to modify and see if it works. That's the big result. That's the great idea. And to do that, let's start to understand what's your um, uh, board committee for sure. What's their leadership vision, and if they are. Um, allowed or if they, if they are, um, how can I say, if, if they want to do a transition, if they are prepared to become like butterflies, at the same time, they are being caterpillars. So uh, we have to start from the beginning and it's the CEO and the committee. And uh, from that point, Everything is perfectly, um, um, how can I say, it's perfectly uh, um, aligned or in alignment? Yeah, aligned. And then and, um, it's like a, everything can be achieved from that, from that perspective. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a purpose. If, if they want, okay. Or maybe they want just like to do like a greenwash. I mean, it's, what's the real purpose of this? Um, you want to listen to me? Okay, let's do that. But let's do that. I think we've all worked for those companies who say they want change, right? Yeah. But then when, when they see what's involved or what, or what might bring up. Um, we've, we've talked with... Uh, Jerry Jellison, who's a social scientist who talked about that everybody thinks change sort of goes up, right, from the point that you start the change, but that really the experience is that it goes down because people have to deal with the past, the old way, before they can get to the new way and then implement the change. Um, What 
what I've been experiencing, especially since the pandemic, although we're kind of getting used to it on a on a company level by now, is that most organizations had a choice early to either contract because of the fears and the change or expand. And we saw some notable companies practice expansion at a very unusual time. But many of the people I'm speaking with, you know, either cut down on their executive leadership development or coaching or used it to try and just keep keep things together in more of a contracting fear-based way. How are you supporting organizations to think about expanding or growing into this um, sort of new future that you're talking about, right? New capabilities and abilities, purpose-based, but, but developing new things and expanding, as you said, their comfort zone. Yeah, for me, it's very important to recognize um, and accept difficulties. At the same time, uh, I'm inviting to these companies, these, these people who lead the, the, the companies to ambition healthy results. So, um, okay, um, we have this situation and it's a global uh, situation that uh, we are all facing with. So this situation for me must be seen like an opportunity to go further. Um, and we have uh, the right right now and the power to use our coaching vision to transform these companies, to transform the people who works uh, on the company with meaning. And, and that means uh, to be focused on the being. We have to change uh, the culture. We have to um, reconvert our vision. It's not about acting or about getting results, result, results. As in terms of vision, it requires a human-centric vision. So uh, we have to understand that uh, before the pandemic, um, I mean, comparisons are always awful, but uh, everyone uses uh, to, to make sense. But for example, when uh, a CEO or um, a member of the committee or like a marketing director um, was before the pandemic, uh, he was doing activities, he was doing um, team um, um, boards or team meetings. Uh, he was uh, traveling the world. He was doing things differently that uh, uh, he or she is doing right now. So when you stop being someone else, who you are, you know, and 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 that's the key. That's the point. And sometimes it's, it's not easy to become someone else. Uh, why? Because we were focused on the vision of the human acting <laughs> vision and all, not on the human centric vision. Um, so it's time to reset that mind, to, to renew our mindset, to start thinking about ourselves um, as we are all, we have all. And that's where we have to focus. Um, and when you can let your own mind let it go a little bit, you start being and not acting. And that's the key. And that's the new thing. And that's the great reset. I mean, so um, the, the power, the real power to reset uh, your mind is the link to switch your mindset. Okay. You always have. Um, the 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 power the freedom that's the real freedom you know people uh, normally complain it looks like they I, I I don't have my freedom they took my freedom out you know right. it's, it's it's not you have your freedom but it's another kind of freedom I just, so I just, oh I'm sorry no 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 Christopher I mean this is something that is very uh, like uh, passionate for me because it's like. Um, it's not about doing things. It's about becoming who you choose to be every day. It's a, it's a beautiful vision. And I appreciate you, you trying to work with my question because you can hear I'm trying to get it from the, the, the vision area to what we can do as coaches. And I heard a beautiful roadmap, 
recognize and accept difficulty, envision new results, not more of the same, uh, focus on being, you have to change the culture and that means you have to have buy-in from the top. Uh, the vision needs to be refocused. And I love that notion of a human centric vision. And, and you're really inviting people to reset as an organization. What I'm, what I'm wondering about is, you know, I think of my own organization and we're so scared, you know, focused on, will we be able to keep doing what we did that to bring on something this large and this transformational feels unsafe because we've got to, you know, what about today's bills? What about next month? What about next quarter? What about the rest of the year? And so to take on something so huge seems um, unwise at this time. Are you finding organizations are receptive to this sort of grand transformation or is it is is there some magic you have to invite them into it a bit at a, at a time like we get into a cold water you know yeah yeah i mean um it's it's not easy um everyone is now focused on the results and on the quarter on the um, on on the year on the sales area right but um that means surviving. That means a survival strategy. So the thing is, you want to survive or you want to adapt yourself and live a new life. And uh, when this question comes to, to the, the, the person that has to make uh, a decision, has to take a decision, um, it's like, okay, um, I need to make like a third strategy. It's not abandoned what I've done. It's not um, thinking about the future. It's not um, not selling uh, and not focus on what I have to do. It's about creating a hybrid strategy. At the same time, I'm um, maintaining my position on the market. I'm building a new future. So it's like a transition. I mean, it's like, um, it's like um, I, I was telling you before the example of the caterpillar. Uh, it's the, um, is it the time to reset is like the time between flight. So uh, that's, that's the point. And now um, this is, I mean, this is like a huge opportunity because it's like a new era uh, to create these. And then, um, and also, is there is something very like um, how can I say um, curious for me? You know, under my experience of working with more than one thousand clients all over the world, and when you're working with them on leadership or changing uh, beliefs, habits, or they mindset, um, it's 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 always the same. It's like it's going to be difficult. It's going to be tough. The change, you know, when we are talking about change, it's like everyone say, no, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. But um, they, they always, and this is quite interesting, they, they always think something that is very disappointed. So I made the question, how you know that it's difficult if you haven't done it before? That's beautiful. Unless, yeah, unless you can you can travel on time, right? Yeah. And the and the answer, of course, is we're scared. Yeah, we don't know. And it's like, like I'm sorry. It's like, you know, so um and the truth is like the change comes naturally and it happens more quick more quickly than they ever imagined. Um because um we have just to remember we are in constant movement and that means change. That's all. Very good. Yeah, I can understand Christopher your point, and and um, and this is like a great decision. I I, I don't think it's uh, hard to make it, but it's great to make it, and and you have to at the same time you're maintaining your state, you have to create your future. So that's that's the the whole point, you know, like this hybrid new strategy. And I'm, and I'm envisioning a couple of things. The first I'm hearing, and forgive me, Alex, I know you want to you want to get to something, is um, there are going to be organizations that say no to this, but the opportunity is to offer it, offer it, offer it. 
right? You're actually enrolling people with a vision of what, what's possible for them. Here's, here's some possibility. Do you want it? And ultimately, I hear that as our job as coaches is to invite people into more possibility. And whether it's an organization or an individual with, are you going to ever write that book? You know, it's the same conversation. And yeah. I'm excited to know that there are a bunch of people taking you up on it and work and at work for this great vision. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, The Coaching Show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. The Coaching Show is brought to you by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. Here is Christopher McAuliffe, Master Certified Coach. Thank you. I think Alex wants to take us in a different direction. I'm, I do. Um, Unless there's anything else that, you know, I just want to, I don't want to transition if Monica, there's anything else you want to say before. No. Yeah. Um, I'm, you're, I'm sitting here, right. With two people that are MCCs, Christopher trains coaches, you, uh, you're a professor, you evaluate coaching. I know there's obviously a lot more PCCs and ACCs in the world than there are MCCs. And there's a lot of people that are none of those things. Um, for the people that are ACCs, PCCs, and wanting to like evolve into that MCC, uh, well, the reason I'm asking this is because this to me occurs as, hey, this is something you can do right now. You know, you there's there's always things that like the environment might take away from us or the results might change, but then there's always things we can control, right? I can control working on improving my coaching skills and elevating those things. So for the coaches listening that want to be MCCs or want to become PCCs, um, what are the best, you know, do you have any like places people can look or go to, to like learn more or to get better? Obviously the obvious answer is like coach more, right? Coach more, you'll get better. (laughs) Um, But like, I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a PCC and like, I don't, what would have what what would help me elevate so I could feel confident going into that MCC conversation? Okay, so um, I mean uh, the 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 key point is practice, but practice with supervision, uh, Alex. <laughs> I feel like this gets told to me my whole life about everything. Everything has to be done with supervision. I don't want supervision. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean that's great if you practice. You can do even with um, uh, with yourself. I mean, you can do your own supervision, but uh, it's going to be limited because uh, it's going to be on your um, frame, under your frame. So it's great. You can ask feedback uh, with other peer colleagues. Um, for example, ICF has like a great peer coaching um, activity where you can be coach and you can coach a peer a colleague from all over the world and uh, they give you feedback that's so valuable and that's great and so um, for me the key point is to practice uh, and to to ask for supervision or uh, or a mentor uh, as well to have like a regular mentor uh, where uh, your mentor can tell you 
you know, you're doing this great. So you have these new opportunities to evolve um, doing these things inside your coaching sessions. So um, yeah, you can ask uh, on the peer uh, or ask a colleague to do that uh, or ask a colleague who has another kind of um, um, experience and that means supervision. Um, What else? What else you can do? Let me think about it. Here's a a place you could like give me or or look is, what do you think is the biggest difference or separates MCCs from PCCs? Okay. So the biggest one for me sure, is yeah. the presence. How is, Christopher, how is Christopher an MCC? Is there a way <laughs> to go back and review this? Can we like, can we impeach his MCC? This has taken a bad can we, turn. Can we impeach it multiple times? How many <laughs> times? What, what do we do? <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the, the everything in a coach. Um, it's the, the real base of coaching, of good coaching. Because if you're in presence, you're totally in presence, you can listen actively, actively and, and deeply uh, to your clients. And from that listening, it's where um, the questioning emerge, the powerful questioning emerge. And the powerful observations. I mean, uh, we always tend to to say do good uh, or great uh, questions, but the thing is, like, uh, a great observations is uh, is amazing. Is uh, is is invaluable um, um, if we compare to like a regular question. So we need to expand <laughs> once more. We need to expand or, or listen. And uh, that's uh, where everything begins is from our presence. Uh, the quality of being in present, partnering, partnering with the client in present, um, impulsing the client to get the better result, uh, impulsing uh, the client, evoking new perspective, new opportunities, new possibilities um, to become who he or she really wants to become. And, but he still doesn't know, <laughs> or she still doesn't know. Um, so that's amazing, that's great. Um, the, the, the levels of the listening, um, when you are in, in, in real present uh, is, is, is powerful, is huge. And uh, that's the key point. Um, work on your present and um, your listening and your questioning and your observations and the way you are evoking, for example, uh, conscious will evolve in a higher level. Because we um, normally tend to be focused on the active listening or, or the questioning. So for me, it's like go uh, to the deeper level. And from that, make everything grow. I don't know, Christopher, what do you think about uh, Alex's question? I love what you said. I love everything that you said. And um, I, gave a, I gave a talk at the EMCC conference last year. It was my first time speaking there. And, they, and what I talked about for MCCs is uh, role confusion. We get confused about our, our job. So I love what you've, everything you've said, but I also feel like knowing what the job or role of a coach is, mostly people need to lean back, right? And as you point to and listen, instead of trying to make a point, lean back, listen. But the, the other thing that we had some fun with was what, what coaching is not that we've seen coaches do. We've seen coaches try and be scolding parents, right? Or cheerleaders, or motivational speakers, or um, playmates, you know, and all of those things are not coaching. So sometimes it's easier to to distinguish what are, have you ever driven a car that pulls to one direction, right? Like you drive a car, but to, to make a car that's pulling this way, go straight, you have to sort of go this way to go straight down the road. Um, it strikes me as that if we know that we're 
maternal and caring, or if we know that we're rigid, that we need to sort of change our behavior so that the client has more room to be them and that we can come to the coaching role. Thank you for the opportunity, uh, Monica, and for the question, Alex. Is there a follow-up or is that complete for you? How are you in MCC? I'm just kidding. <laughs> insults is not funny. Insults is hurtful. Um, no, I think, thank you. I think that was great. I think but what you both put in, I think it's great that like there isn't, it's really clear, right? There's not a how to be an MCC. I think that's a, you know, there's, there might be like a how to become, to coach when you start out, like, Hey, here are some things you can do. Um, but as you, as you evolve as a coach, what I'm clear is there isn't like a right way. Um, and what I like about what you both put in is it actually leaves a lot of space for all sorts of modalities. I want to say in a way, like Christopher knows I I'm like, I read a ton and I like to bring a lot of the things I read into my coaching and share that with clients. And sometimes I worry that that will never be an MCC because I bring too much of those things in. But what I hear from you both is it's not about whether I bring those things in. It's just about how I bring them in. Am I like forcing them into the space or am I like, I want to say just like providing them as something that a client could choose or not choose to look at in a way. I don't, you're, you're both, I can't tell if, if, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alex, and, and I, was, I was thinking about what uh, Christopher uh, was telling before and, and your point, Alex, and, and also we have to consider um, something very, very, very important in coaching. And, um, you know, I, I love words. So for me, uh, when we are describing what coaching is, we are talking about partnering. So partnering means to give the client his or her space to be uh, self-confident on ourselves. So it's what you're telling before, Alex. It's like, okay, uh, it's not about bringing everything that I'm, I'm reading. Uh, it's like how. And, and this how means that you're listening the client um, to offer or invite the client. And that's great. Uh, I mean, that's the attitude. That's, that's the, the, the sacred space for the coaching. Uh, it's to be a partner, a real partner with your, with your client. Uh, it's to be two together going um, going together for the same uh, result and that's great that's that's a good point alex yeah christopher do you want do you have something i can i couldn't tell if you i oh man deep thoughts no it's not no it's not i actually <laughs> i actually wanted to go in a different direction with Monica, one of the things that, that you triggered for me, Alex, by talking about how well read you are and how widely read you are, is that uh, I know that Monica is one of the best trained coaches we've probably ever spoken to, having done, and, and not just well trained, but really doing like the some foundational things, right? Master practitioner NLP uh, by the Richard Bandler School, right? That's a that's like the the guy, one of the two guys that I forget if he's the murderer or not, but you get the idea of the NLP founders. Um, Julio Alaya worked with Newfield uh, Network as well as uh, Newfield Consulting and Rafael Echeverria to, uh, to really get her ontological chops, so to speak, right? But also uh, working in team coaching and team mentoring with Giuseppe Melli. Giuseppe, I don't know how you... I, I love Giuseppe, and I don't know what he's saying some of the time. <laughs> so, and Terry Belf and other people who are really uh, um, masters and primary in the field. So, I kind of it kind of took me off into that area. And apologies if I didn't follow follow on with your line, Alex. But I wonder. I know that for me, I try and take a nugget every time I do a training or a, or read a book or something, at least one, if there's one in there, I feel like, okay, that was worth it. What are some of the 
nuggets that you've gotten from masters? If it's and and if this is a gotcha question, I don't mean it to be. I'm just wondering. My sense is you don't spend much time with Julio or with Terry or someone like that without taking something beautiful away. Is there anything you want to share about your journey of learning? And are there any nuggets you have for us? Wow, my journey of learning. Um, I was so lucky, I have to say. I was so lucky to choose um, from who I want to learn. Um, and that's beautiful for me because um, I can do that. I mean, they are alive. The the very the the, the heads of the coaching of uh, in in the world are alive. So I decided to go for them, to to listen, to listen to them, to to meet them. And um, if I have to say something like my nugget, is is there? How can I say? their kindness, the humanity they have, um, and how they, they, um, they see life. I mean, for me, it's like, for example, working with Thierry uh, E. Welf is like easy, simple, nice, um, make it simple. And, and it will be there, the, the question. And if it's not, it's okay. I mean, if it's yes, it's okay. If it's no, it's okay. Just follow the path, you know? And for me, working with Giuseppe uh, Melli as well, um, it's been my, my, my greatest experience in learning, not only from a master, uh, but uh, learning from um, a kind, um, a human being who is uh, training um, people to become the coaches of the future, to make a different, to make a great different, to make um, to create a legacy of quality. At the same time, we are all great beings doing coaching. And um, that's like um, a soul touch. <laughs> this is like um, something very deep and something very special. Um, and it's not about the techniques. It's not about, okay, it's great. I mean, Christopher, you know, it's, it's great. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, you can do that. Oh, wow, amazing. You know, it's like the next level of the next level. Of, that's great. But my nuggets, it's that kind of uh, humanity. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful and thoughtful answer. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. I will share with you one of the experiences I had. Maybe you were there. In, uh, I want to say it was like 2008 or something at the ICF conference. Julio Alaya, Newfield Network founder came and did a session. And so many of us, I think it was the most packed session of the entire conference. And he worked with somebody, very stubborn man, very stubborn man, you know, and he was working with him, asking him questions and uh, the man would not budge. And so Julio said, let's play some music. And he played some uh, salsa music, right? And Julio said, can't you feel that? Can you feel that in your body? And he started moving and he started dancing. He said, just dance with me, just move, you know, sway side to side, dance. Uh, he made fun of him, you know, he said, dance as, as best an American can. And the guy was started dancing. And then he asked, while they were trying to dance to the music, he asked him a question and the guy suddenly was answering and very relaxed and, and the answers came and he was no longer stuck. And Julio said, so I think what we've learned here is that sometimes, sometimes to get the brain to move, we have to move our ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Julio, Julio, Julio is amazing as well. And all his team as well. I mean, Rocco, for example, or Path, uh, they are amazing. They work with the movement, the body, the energy, like in, a, uh, an, in another level, right? But Julio has that kind of kindness, I, 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 I say again, 
um, and and he's 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 amazing. You know, the first time I saw Julio, it was uh, in a ICF uh, conference, but it was in Madrid, and um, he said, uh, "I want to have a meeting with uh, the people who is uh, well with my the students uh, who are." Uh, you know, uh, studying new field. And we had like a special meeting with him. And it was like, oh, you know, it's, it's before I started, uh, I was thinking to, to start with him uh, right after finishing with Raphael. And uh, it's the first time I, I, I met him. And it's like, oh, Monica, what do you want to, to become in the coaching world? It's like, I, I want to, to coach and coach well. Okay, let's do that. You know, it's um, um, something easy, something easy, something, yeah, like like something natural. I have to say, is the these these kind of um, masters are very like natural people. They are not like stars of the universe. No, no, they are like you and me, uh, very very natural, and that's lovely. I think that's that's very. Uh, that's that's great. That that means humanity for me as well. And I and I don't want to step over what you said, which I heard as a reminder to all of us that no matter what level we're at, certainly at the MCC level or working with these giants that you're working with in the corporate world, that we still need to continue to develop and learn and expand our own brains. To your earlier point, Alex, I feel like I've stepped on you enough. Are you, are you ready? No. No, you actually, you got me, you both got me thinking about something. Um, you know, I think you, when you were listing off a lot of these people and I don't know who most of them, I don't know their names. And so I have, it's actually great. Cause now I get to have some fun on Google and learn some things. Um, but it got me thinking about like mentorship in that way. And like that you've worked with all these people and you've done all these things. Um, and we often see there's people who go do all the trainings right? But there's always more trainings to do, but yet they're not doing, that's such a, just a distraction. And then there's people that do no trainings, right? And they just are doing whatever they're doing. And I'm, I'm curious from the standpoint for, it's clear, first of all, I need, you know, my time with Christopher should be over. I need new and more important mentors because no one ever says to me like, oh, how amazing is it that you have spent time with Christopher? <laughs> it's mostly sympathy card. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm curious, Monica, like, is this something you would, would suggest to people that really take this profession seriously? Like go, you know, seek out these, these masters, these, these people and actually, you know, get in with them, get close to them, work with them. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If you can just do it. I mean, um, now technology is on our hand. So maybe you can go to their um uh webinars mm -hmm. okay but uh you can see them on youtube uh, you can see them on um on on the pork on the on their podcasts uh or you can travel um and uh, on the air and go to an online webinar with them for me it's like it's an act of responsibility um, if you want to um, have uh, the coaching uh, as uh, your profession, you have to be very responsible. It's not only about doing things. It's not only about coaching. It's about everything. It's about being a coach. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you start um, learning, you just start uh, going with this kind of beings. Uh, who uh, at the same time uh, do coaching for work. Um, that's a great idea. Uh, would, you, Alex. Would, you, would you recommend that when we email or LinkedIn them, we drop your name and say, you said we should go seek them out? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's part of your email marketing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I always recommend to go with these uh, heads. Uh, or these giants, because um, you will learn too much uh, from from a lot of different perspectives. 
um, and and it's it's something. Um, how can I say um, that has a, a, an incredible value for you as a person, uh, the first thing, and then as a coach. So you're investing in yourself. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, wait. I want to make sure people know how to get a hold of you if they want to work with you or if they want to talk with you about coaching, supervision, or mentoring, or if they just want to know what you're up to. And that is the website, Monica Albuja. That's, I'll spell it uh, because America. Uh, <laughs> M-O-N-I-C-A. I'm sorry, is it two A's or just one? Just one. M-O-N-I-C-A-L-B-U-J-A dot com for our American friends. Monica Albuja. So you overlap the A. Okay. Yeah. And also LinkedIn works really mm -hmm. great for me. So they can link uh, to me and then they can, I, I always uh, reply to everyone and I welcome everyone as well on my network. So uh, for me, LinkedIn uh, works really nice. Great. I should try that. I I've, don't respond to anybody, but I can hear it's not a good idea. <laughs> You're an extraordinary force in coaching, and I've enjoyed our time together. It's just flown by for me. I really appreciate everything that you're doing in coaching and in the world. Uh, I want to give you the last word today, something you'd like to say to a few thousand coaches um, or just to Alex, either way, um, <laughs> if, if something you'd like to leave us with or have us think about today. For me, yes. Okay. Um, for me, it's something that I want to leave for you is like um, um, stop complaining, start doing something different, and if you don't know where to start, at least make yourself three beautiful questions. How I would like to live my life today. What new thoughts allow me to get it now? And how can I impulse myself today to be coherent with these new thoughts? So ready, set, go. Ready, mindset, go. Go, 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 girl. <laughs> That's beautiful. Will you just give it to us one more time? I know it went by quickly for me and I was taking notes. So stop complaining and do something. And then you gave us three directions. Yeah. So the first one is like how I would like to live my life today. That's the first one. So okay. it's like how, you know, a strategy. Okay. And the second one is like what new thought, you know, mindset. What new thought allows me to get it now from the present, from the moment to get it. And then the third one is the path. How can I impulse myself today to be coherent or to be in coherence with this new thought? It's like about acting from that kind of, kind of perspective. Oh, that is so beautiful. And I'm so glad I asked. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your beautiful life in Madrid. And uh, uh, I'm not going to say it right, but Ibiza. Uh, yeah, to Ibiza. Be with yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my mix. <laughs> what a beautiful life you're living. Thank you for all the work you've done. And thank you so much for being with us today. Alex, anything for you before we say goodbye? I've seen a movie about Ibiza and I didn't know that there were coaches there. So I'm a little, <laughs> now more reason to go. Um, no, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing with us. Um, yeah, just thanks for, for bringing yourself. Appreciate you and your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for the invitation. Thank you for your time. I really uh, have uh, a beautiful time with you. I really um, uh, have a lot of fun talking about my vision and about my ideas. And it was great to share with you and 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 to you know, to create this beautiful conversation, I hope uh, we'll inspire, inspire everyone to live their lives and to live their lives how they want it. So thank you very much uh, to you both, uh, Christopher and Alex. It's beautiful. Thank you so much.
<laughs> All right, my dear listener. Well, Alex, anything uh, as we as we close the show, anything that you want people to know about or remind people of? My new book. It's not just my new book, but I came out on Friday. We talked about it last week. You've already forgotten. I have to chuck that out, you know. You're blah, angry. blah, blah, masculinity. No, it's redefining masculinity. <laughs> redefining masculinity. Yeah, go pick it up. It's, what's today? Well, it's too late. It was free until yesterday. It's not free anymore. Now you tell me. I told you last week, but you, you know, um, but yeah, redefining masculinity, it became, it like, it ranked in four categories on Amazon in the first three days it was out. Um, but it's, I think it's about eight men who have done, you know, growth, personal development, ontological work. Some of them, a handful of them came from accomplishment coaching. Um, and they basically just, we, we all wrote about a new vision for masculinity and it's pretty cool. I'm excited about it. So something new and different that I haven't been able to speak about yet. So eight different takes from eight different men on the same topic. I like it. Uh, wherever fine books and eBooks and Kindle versions are available. You can find out more about Alex by going to thedreammason.com. Alex, thank you so much for being with us this week and every week. Although a lot of insults this way, if you have, if, if you feel like we it's need just to projection, you know, like instead of I'm, I'm working on a new thing where I'd be kinder to myself. So I got to let that energy out somewhere. So be mean I, to other people. I think okay. you can, I think you can take it. Yeah. I don't want to go yeah, out in the world and give it to random people. That's what I used to do. Now really? I'm just, it's singular focused. <laughs> well, I thank you for being with us. And of course, the amazing Monica Albuja. And I thank you, dear listener, for being with us for another edition of The Coaching Show. Each and every week, bringing you people out on the cutting edge of coaching, pioneers in coaching, or just people you need to know about. I thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to The Coaching Show. We will talk to you next week.